Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my name is Keith Tedy. So this week, once again, I apologize for not for being Debbie Downer, and I am gonna get better at trying to see a little bit of humor in it and and relay that to you. I mentioned it's why uh, Greg Gutfield and Joe Rogan and others like them are so popular is because they take the ugly stuff and make it look funny, and that's just more entertaining. Um, I also talk about a couple of things that happened to me in the past week or so that proves that big giant corporations and extremely wealthy people control everything, including your money. And I kind of detail that, how how it played out. And um, I also talk a little bit about artificial intelligence. And it's just one more thing we're going to have to stay on top of to make sure that on the other side of it, everything looks good. So I've spoken a few times in podcasts about how I really would like to lighten things up. I'd like to be a little more humorous and less of a doomsayer Debbie Downer. And I think part of the reason why guys like uh, Greg Gutfield and Joe Rogan are popular, extremely popular, is because they are able to do that. They take subjects that are dire and make fun of them and make people laugh about them. And that's incredible. That's uh, <laughs> it's something I wish I could do. I'm not a comedian, so... I, you know, I get a zinger in there once in a while, but I'm just not sharp enough to, to uh, come up with the comedic ways to put stuff out there. And I know in the background they're working hard. It doesn't come just natural where they just off the cuff every second of the day have funny things to say about certain things. They, they do their homework. But the problem is that I'm running up against while I was thinking about doing this podcast, I was thinking, I'm not going to make this sound horrible. But the problem I have is, it is. <laughs> I don't want to be the doomsayer and say that, uh, oh yeah, the world's going to hell, we're all going to be dead now. But I, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but I'm able to lift up the covers and see what's under there. And it's ugly and scary. I totally believe that over time, at some point in the future... Things are going to be fabulous, and I even have that podcast about the perfect future, and I truly believe that. We're going to finally figure some stuff out, and there's going to be abundance. There's going to be enough stuff. We have the raw materials to have enough stuff for everybody on the planet to have everything they could want, and more. Indefinite supply of everything. We're just not doing it yet, and and part of it, as I mentioned before, is greed, you know, the people who, Big Oil, for instance, doesn't want anybody else to have any opportunity to create energy because they like their monopoly on it because they're making tons of money on it. The thing is, when we get to that point where we have total abundance and there's no need for greed, it's going to be a lot better. Everybody will be totally sated. <laughs> I mean, we'll have everything we could possibly ever want, plus more. And it will give us the freedom to be able to do things we can't do now because we're working so hard to try to put a couple of bucks together so we can afford to buy the things that we want. In the future, when, when robotics and everything is taken over to the point where things are created easily and quickly and we have an abundance of everything, everything you ever wanted, there's tons of it. And it's 
Uh, we're going to figure out even how to do it sensibly so we're not killing the planet as we do it. We'll be able to get from here to there without driving a car and ruining the atmosphere. So, anyway, that, I wanted to start with that saying I really don't want to be the doomsayer, but the stuff I'm talking about, it's just ugly. And I, I'd love to be able to make it humorous, but it's not. What that leads me to is what I'm talking about this week, which is... I had two situations come here and here's why the powers that be the giant corporations and the extremely wealthy people have got it made is because they can pull the wool over our eyes because the situations that come up that create problems are rare. And, and that's the example I'm going to give today is something that happened to me and it just doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And what happened is two things happened to me this past week where giant corporations, the power of the bees, said, you're not getting your money, dude. You'll get it when we tell you you can get it. And I'm thinking, it's my money. I want it now. And the way I got it set up is cash equivalent, which means I can get it now. But no, that's not the case. The case is the powers that be, the big corporations and the ultra-rich people, decide they are going to tell me when I can have my money. And they'll say stuff like, well, you know, you put your money in our deal and we're paying you to do that. We're not only taking care of your money, we're paying you. And But the reality is, the part they don't tell you is, yeah, I'm giving you this money that I got to park somewhere to hold for me. And you're paying me a little one or two percent and you're charging 20. That spread of 18, 16, 17, 18 percent is massive and still it's not enough for you you want more you're trying to figure out constantly and hiring super smart people to figure out how to accomplish that how to screw the middle class the vast majority of the people out of as much as they can so they can have it until the revolution happens until shit hits the fan until we get on the other side of this and get to that perfect future that i've talked about we got a bunch of stuff to go through because these rich, powerful people and corporations aren't going to go, oh, okay, this is enough. I'm going to quit figuring out ways to screw the the, the average Joe. It's not going to stop. It's going to get worse and worse. They're going to get better and better at it. They're going to hire more and more smart people and know how to do the math so they can figure out how to do what they want to accomplish, which is own and control everything. And it's getting there. <laughs> and just, I'm going to briefly talk about these two things because one was I have a uh, uh, sizable amount of money in a uh, investment company. You know, it's it's uh, lunch money to them, really. But to me, it's a, it's a sizable chunk of money. And I wanted to move it. And they said, no, you can't move that. And I said, well, yeah, it's my money. I want to move it. No, you got to do this form and this form and this form and this form. You got to get approval from this guy and this guy. And no, it's my money. And even though you're paying me a teeny little bit to use it, you're getting tons of money by using it yourself. I'm the guy who owns that money. And, you know, powers that be don't want ownership other than the few 
select elite few that are ruling the world right now, they don't want anybody else to have any ownership of any kind. They want to control and own everything. Everything. So, the other situation was, uh, and this is this is a little humorous, I think. It's it's super sad and super ugly and everything, but it, it's a little funny the the way you think about it. Uh, I had an insurance claim on my roof, and they're talking to me, going, well, yeah, "We're buying you a new roof. You better be falling in line here, dude, and to do exactly how we want to do it." Now, to get that little forty thousand dollar roof, I paid in hundreds of thousands, maybe a million or more dollars over the years to get that one little claim. I've had more than one, but not many. We had another roof actually. And um we had a we had a washing machine overflow and soaked everything and they covered it. Awesome. But to get what, a total of somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars in claims, I paid, like I said, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get there. And that's the rub with insurance. They take a little bit here, a little bit there. Turns out to be a massive amount over years and over time. And they want you to bow down to them and go, we're paying for that roof. You better get in line, dude, and do it exactly how we tell you. Now, <laughs> I've been paying this hundreds of thousands of dollars or a million or more so that when this does happen, you just give me the money. You don't make me jump through hoops. You don't do this. You don't do that. You just give me the money like you said you were going to when we signed up for this deal. Problem is, you don't sign up for it anymore. It's law. You got to have it. Wouldn't that be awesome to be in a company where the government says everybody on the planet has to give you that money? God, it'd be so nice. Anyways, so I had these two things. And what that what I'm getting to on that is, yes, they are getting to the position, the giant corporations and the massively wealthy people who will never stop trying to get more control and more ownership for themselves, that it'll never stop until shit hits the fan, like I said. Uh, but uh, but they're winning. This is this is a situation. I can't change that. I can't go and call up the president and say, "Hey, I want that money now." No, nope, I got to follow line. I got to do it by their rules, even though it's my money. They own and control and or control everything, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And that's why I can't make humor out of it. I mean, it, it's almost funny. But it's just too sad to be funny. I, you know, you lift up the cover and you see what's under there and it's ugly. And my thing is, the reason I'm doing this podcast is I just want everybody to be able to see what I can see. I want everybody to be able to lift up the covers and look under there and see what's going on. Because that's how they win it. They keep it secret. And they're really good at it. Incrementalism is one of their best tools. They take a little bit here and a little bit there and keep taking and keep taking and make it automatic so that they're always taking it, whether they're awake or asleep or whatever. And pretty soon we're in a situation like we are now where we no longer control our money. Somebody else does. And if you want to do something with it, too damn bad. Get in line, son. Do it like we say, and we might give it to you. If we decide we're going to. 
So anyway, it's the big ones that I've talked about many times. You know, Big Pharma is one of my biggest. It has nothing to do with these two stories I was talking about. Actually, it does a little bit. But, um, and big banking and big insurance and the government. Those are the, I have the four. I've talked about them before. And that's what it is. There's a lot more, like, example, big energy. They're, they're screwing you, but they're not one of the big four. But there's tons of them out there. A lot of different ways people are trying to screw you. Big energy, for example, there's lots of ways we can do energy that's a lot better for the planet and for the people and for everybody. But big energy doesn't want that because they lose their monopoly. They lose their cash cow. They don't want to do that. And because they're so powerful, they can keep it from happening. So anyway, I was just going to talk about that and talk about how the big ones got us. It ain't going to get better for us because they're never going to stop. They're getting better and better all the time at figuring out how to take as much from us and keep it for themselves as they can. It's not going to change. It's not pretty. It's very ugly, as a matter of fact. And I do really believe that at some point we will be on the other side of this and everything will be good. But the the problem is the gap between now and then. And my generation and my kids' generations are going to have to go through it. I guess one of the reasons I have this podcast and I talk about these things is because I want everybody to know. And because I don't want the powerful corporations and powerful, extremely, enormously rich people to have an easy time at it. <laughs> I mean... They're probably going to win until shit hits the fan and we get on the other side of it. But in the meantime, I don't want to give it to them. I don't want to make it easy for them. So then the other part of that is AI, artificial intelligence. That's the other thing that we need to make sure that as a group, all of us in the planet need to make sure that AI is good. Because, uh, I mean, if you look at it, the, the people who are... Uh, making AI happen are the rich and powerful people and corporations, and they're going to model AI after themselves. And it won't be long until AI says, um, yeah, you humans just aren't, aren't good enough. We're going to have to get rid of you because you're, you're slowing us down. You're making things harder for us. So we're just going to get rid of you. And speed always wins. And that's how AI has the advantage over humans. And in the future, when they, you know, we talk about singularity. It's when the, the machines got smarter than the human. It's already happening. It's not a singularity. It's a, it's a big, massive move that started already, and it's going to continue going. But, yeah, the, the speed always wins. And machines can calculate faster than humans. It's a known fact. It's figured out already. It's proven. And when AI is able to think for itself and go, hmm, so that's uh, humanity. It's kind of like a cancer, and we're going to eradicate it. And we can. And we can do it easily, actually. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, everything electronic that we have quits working. Can you imagine that? No electricity, because AI shut it off, and any number of other things. So anyway... I hate that I had to bring up the ugly stuff, but I'm going to keep doing it because I see it and I want everybody else to see it. And that's what my podcast is all about. I expose the ugly stuff and it's ugly. So <laughs> sad. And I will. I'm going to continue. I promise. It's a promise from me to you. 
I'm going to continue to try to figure out a way to make it as light as I can and as humorous as I can. From time to time, I'll throw a zinger out there for you. But it's a, it's more of a warning than entertainment. It's coming, y'all. Let's be ready. Let's not let them win easily. Let's make sure that we do what we got to do to keep our integrity, to keep our everything, to keep our ownership of the little bit that we do have. Anyway, uh, another <laughs> Debbie Downer session, uh, but um, keep keep tuned in because I'm going to talk about stuff that a lot of people don't really think about. It's like, like I said, on those two situations that's happened in the last couple of weeks for me, you don't think about it because it doesn't affect your daily living. But when it does come up and you're frustrated as hell like I was, you, you got to remember that even when it's not happening to you and go, mm, well, let's see. Yeah, I do have options here. I can get all my money out of there and buy gold, buy physical gold and just have a bunch of gold sitting around in my house. You know, if shit hits the fan, who knows, gold may not be worth anything either, but at least you'll have something in your hand instead of just something on a piece of paper that can be erased instantaneously. Let's make it hard for them. Stay tuned in so we can figure out how to do that. Thanks for listening.